This is Justice in the Peace, and this is a little special podcast right here, a little different, I should say. Uh, this is about the present war that's going on that's about to happen. Um, I want to take it back just a little while ago and remind you of this interview. Which is, if not the most corrupt nation in Africa, and it is, it could be the most corrupt nation in the world, Minister Farrakhan. Oh, and now, Mr. Wallace. It is the most corrupt nation that I have ever covered. I've been there 25 years ago, and I've been there as recently as last year. Fine. So what? 35 years old. That's what that nation is. Now, here's America, 226 years old. You love democracy? But there in Africa, you're trying to force these people into a system of government that you just have accepted 30 years ago, black folk got the right to vote. You're not in any moral position to tell anybody how corrupt they are. You should be quiet and let those of us who know our people go there and help them get out of that condition. But America should keep her mouth shut wherever there's a corrupt regime, as much hell as America has raised on the earth. No, I will not allow America, or you, Mr. Wallace, to condemn them as the most corrupt nation on earth. When you have spilled the blood of human beings, has, has Nigeria dropped an atomic bomb and killed people in, in Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Have they killed off millions of Native Americans? How dare you put yourself in that position as a moral judge? I think you should keep quiet because with that much blood on America's hands, you have no right to speak. I will speak because I don't have that blood on my hand. Yes, there's corruption there. Yes, there's mismanagement of resources. Yes, there is abuse. There's abuse in every nation on earth, including this one. So let's not play holy to moralize on them. Let's help them. I'm not moralizing. I'm asking a question, and I got an answer. Why would you put it as the most corrupt regime in the world? That doesn't make sense Can you think me. of one more corrupt? Yeah, I'm living in one. Breach. I'm living in one. Yes, you've done a hell of a thing on this earth, so you should not be the one to talk. You should be quiet when it comes to moral condemnation, in my judgment. I didn't mean to be so fiery. No, no, that's good. That's good. That's my passion. And there, you, you go to you fucking have it. You have it right there. Now, with that being said, it would be completely, completely. I think I'm morally wrong, not even morally wrong, but um, I'm obligated to go ahead and um, have Park JB drop a beat. told you I was not stopping. Early morning. 
morning, but crack it down. JB on the beat, man. Yes, yes, yes. I'm back, back, back at this shit. I saw that clip last night, and it completely has nothing to do with the um, Russian and Ukrainian war that is now looming on the marble that we live on. But it does, in a sense, in so many different ways. At least, at least. To me, it does. This morning, I woke up, and it was ice fucking cold outside. I mean, it was cold outside. Ice on the roof of the houses that are next to me. You know, that that that, that steam that comes out of your lungs, that comes out of your mouth. You know, I mean, the steam that your lungs produce that comes out of your mouth cold. That kind of cold outside. And I couldn't help but think that there are people in our country sleeping outside right now. At this very moment as I speak, there are simultaneously at the same time as I speak, I should say, there are people sleeping outside at this moment. People are getting murdered halfway across the world. And we are suiting and booting up to go join in to another affair of war. It seems to me that it's not about what it is that they say it's about. It's about nothing and only nothing but money. It's not about human kindness. It's not about any of that shit. Now, America has always had a gear to grind with Russia. I think it's some sort of intelligence agency thing. I don't know. But I also know America is always in gear for a war. Like the war on drugs. There's no war on poverty. There's no war on cancer. There's no war on 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 uh, uh, anything that can actually help. You don't see all of the money getting poured in, into that. But when it comes to sending our young troops, these young men, women, and other humanoids of, of, I don't know, other people over into a war 
into a violent, bloody, I mean, war is something else. If you've ever spoken to anyone who has been to war, they don't glorify it. And if they do glorify it, they're a bit shell-shocked still sometimes. Some people love it. But if you send a little young kid over there that could barely drink, barely do anything, has barely lived any life to split somebody else's head and then come back and act like they're a normal person and not give them the freedom and the rights that they deserve, I'm against the wars. I mean, there's veterans that are involved in this story. There's so many things that encompass this one thing of war that we don't take into account except for the simple fact that America is a bully, the biggest bully on the block. And a lot of people may disagree with that, and that's fine. That's why we have language so we can have discussions. But I constantly find that people want to take their ball and go home and don't want to play the discussion game. What they would like to do is say, I'm right, you're wrong, bye-bye. That's usually not how conversations or things get worked through. That's usually why we go to war. And I hate to be, you know, I, 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 I joked earlier with the mother of my children that, like, there's another reason why I played the Farrakhan uh, uh, clip. I'm very passionate about certain beliefs. I'm also, also very stupid when it comes to certain things, so I am willing and open to have discussions. I told her that I have the passion of Farrakhan, but the intelligence of Elmo at times. I don't act like I know everything, but I do know that in my beliefs, I'm willing to talk about them. I'm not willing to argue and fight and lose friends and family over no, no system of beliefs that, that, that don't actually hurt me immediately. I'm worried about what's going to happen to these kids, what's going to happen to their families. People are going to die and every single time somebody is beefing on this globe, America has to get everybody ready to go up over there. And, and no one does anything for free in life, so we're not doing it. You can't tell me that we genuinely give a fuck about the, 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 the lifestyle of these people over there when we don't give a fuck about the lifestyle of the people who live here. Black people still ain't got reparations. It's still motherfuckers on the street sleeping right now. But we got money to suit up and boot up and fly drones and planes and refuel jets in the air to blow shit up. And then after we blow the shit up, we go up over there and we fix it up. And that's another money grab. But at the same time, veterans from our last wars, veterans from our last wars can't get the benefits nor the help nor the prestige or placement that they have not earned, but they deserve by serving this great country. There is no doubt in my mind that I do live in the greatest country in the world. There's no doubt. I don't doubt that at all. I'm proud to be an American, yes, but at the same time, at the same time, 
you cannot deny what it is that America does. America is a resource searcher, and they look for resources when ain't nobody else looking for resources, and they grab for money when everybody else isn't grabbing for money. It's more of a long-term strategy. And, and it's not, with me, it's not, I don't, see, I don't see anything really wrong with that until you start hurting your own people. I wonder how much money, <coughs> excuse me, I wonder how much money is going to be poured into the loss of life account this time. We just got out of a 20-year war with Afghanistan. A 20-year war. The Afghanis learned something very, very important and valuable from the war in Vietnam. Vietnam, however you want to say it. They learned something very, very valuable. And that's never give up. Just keep, if you keep fighting, eventually Americans will get tired of it. It's not me only who does not like war. A majority of black people could care two fucks about that damn war for a lot of reasons. The first being, it's a war every damn day when you leave out of the comfort of your own house. Not only do you have to worry about individuals on the streets, you have to worry about the police killing you. You have to worry about driving while black. You have to worry about uh, uh, Karens. You got to worry about racist bobs, racist all kinds of shit. Everywhere is another war still being waged secretly in this country. So most black people, at least the people that I know, could give two shits about this damn war. Yes, it is terrible that people have to leave their families and send their families off into a safe space. But when you live in the hood every day, you don't even get that opportunity. You don't get that. Motherfuckers get shot in the hood every single day. <laughs> you, you could have somebody murdered outside of your house. And yeah, CSI will come and they'll, they'll scrape up the, 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 the remains and, and, and clean. Sometimes they don't even clean up the damn blood. But they'll, they'll, they'll come through and, and pick the body up and, you know, refluff the pillows, as they say. And, and, and then after that, you still have to live where somebody got murdered. And if you live in the hood, shit, usually you can hear what's going on next door in somebody else's house. That basically means that you probably could have heard the murder. But you can't leave. It's, we're not fixing the conditions here in our own country, but at the same time, trying to enforce our values upon other people when we still have not lived up to the values that we say we have here. It is Black History Month. Instead of them celebrating black excellence, because I hate the word, Black, I hate the term black history because it makes it seem like it's in the past. Things that black people have done in the past are very, very prevalent and still existent in the present and will be very, very existent in the future. 
So black history, to me, is kind of a derogatory term. It should be a black excellence month. There are things that can be piggybacked and just, I mean, so many things can be stacked on top of each other. It's utterly ridiculous that they want to call it history. You know, black folks made shoes cool, right? You know that, right? But yeah, back to the war shit. Um, it is fucking amazing how some of the time people fall into this bubble of what the media the media tells you. And I constantly have to remind my children because they're still young. And they're still some of them are still young and some of them are still in the programming um stage of their life to where you know you soak in what it is that you watch. And I have to remind the kids that all of the programming is usually centralized for that back pocket where your butt cheeks are at. I hate to say it like that, but most of the time when you're watching the news, they try to sell you something. I mean, it's 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 so efficient and effective that they don't even try to hide it anymore. There is a post that Joe Rogan put up, and yes, I did say Joe Rogan, and I am referencing him. I don't know if this is going to pick up well as an audio. I'm going to try to share it um, on the Facebook page, and today I should be up and running with the, the the Instagram page. But this is a this is a clip of um, CNN actually showing that there's going to be an air raid on this little small Providence or this, this not small Providence, but this city block. And you can hear the horns in the background uh, uh, just f- flailing or, or, or uh, the word escapes me at the moment. It's quite early. Um, you can hear the sirens ringing off. And then out of nowhere, something very, very strange happens. I don't know if it's going to pick up because I've, I've only seen the video twice. But I, I definitely, this is part of the point that I'm trying to get to. Let me see. A little bit of chicken fry, cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. So, so what had happened was they're showing Russia invades Ukraine, right? <laughs> okay, it, it's it's live coverage, breaking news, which means you're supposed to be fucking on the edge of your seat. I need your undivided attention. Russia is fucking. Raiding Ukraine, right? And let me let me do it again, right? Here. It's the air raids right there. Here, and you're scared, right? And then, and little bit of chicken So, so what I'm basically trying to get across is that all of this shit is wrapped up in money, all of it—the wars, the commercials. All of this shit. It's only about money. It's not about the where it's not about the welfare of the uh, uh, of individuals on this planet. It's about money. We're not going over there to stop any 
sort of um, injustices or anything else like that. It's a big money grab. It's another big money grab while we're in the biggest money grab of all right now. So, so with that being said, with that being said, I want people, instead of focusing on this war, take a step back out of the media bubble. It's only a few days left in February. Can we still celebrate black people before we start killing more people? Could, could we could we please just go ahead and, I mean, we did get the shortest month in the year. We did get one of the coldest months in the year. We, I mean, they did stack some of the odds against us a little bit to where motherfuckers can't barbecue and do all the shit. It is. I mean, I barbecue shit, but um, it's not ideal weather for a motherfucker to hold something. You know, you know. But yeah, I, I I'm against the war. I'm against most wars. Wars usually never bring nothing but death and destruction. And in the end, sorry, don't fix shit for uh, lost civilian lives or or friendly fire or any of that shit. Sorry does not bring those people back. Um, I stand on 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 what it is that I say that America is a bully. You know, and anybody that's willing to talk to me about it, I'm willing to talk to you also and listen to your viewpoints in a respectful manner. I'm not willing to argue at all. I'm lying. I'll argue. (laughs) But, yeah, with that being said, you know, I just wanted to put something out with this man because we're all common men, right, and women and humanoids. You know, we're all humanoids. Right, we're we're, uh, we're we're a form of human, right? We're all for we're some sort of form of human, right? And we all—at least I do—I want the best for everybody, even my enemies. I really do, genuinely. Even if you fucking hate me and despise me, I still want the best for you, because hopefully, if you have a better life, it'll give you a better perspective which would make you a better person which in turn affects everyone that's around you like the old domino effect saying but with that being said it is going to be time for me to go ahead and transition over into something else segue into something else and uh with that i'm gonna have to ask my partner park i need another beat for the segue, man. It's a tough subject, you know. A lot of people don't like to talk politics. But it's just talking. Ain't nothing wrong with a little conversation, man. Let you talk like this, yeah, you doing that hot. flowers I'm about to do it don't worry about it I cannot find this lady I look for her I cannot find her but I, I see her post every now and again she got
got some fire shit that she be talking about. She be telling the truth. She be stitching on you, lady. At least what men already knew. Some people play dumb. Some people are dumb. <laughs> Let's get into that. Now, I've said it a, a long time. Uh, well, not for a long time. I haven't been podcasting for that damn long. But I've said it for a long time that men do not have the the, the mental capacity of women. And, and, and truthfully, most men won't even admit that shit. Women are dumbass smart. And, and for, for what some may call sneaky and sly and all that other shit, I just call that details. Pay attention to the details because that's usually where the devil is hiding. Let's get into this shit. Alright. So I'm about to I'm about to play another clip. I think I played one of this lady's clips before. So I'm gonna play another one of her clips. Where she was uh she was talking some shit. Talking that shit. And first thing I heard a motherfucker say is, not every woman, not every woman, that ain't me. <laughs> you mean you won't admit to it, that's all that is. That's all that is, it's okay, it's okay. I'm not blaming everybody, I don't blame anybody. I just think when there's billions of people on the earth, that some shit, a lot of people are going to find each other who have a lot of things in common and there's going to be some good that comes out of it. But at the same time, when you have everybody with the capability to, to have access to everybody, some of the bad shit's going to get recorded also. That's why we see so many shootings and killings and shit on, on, on video nowadays. We didn't have that everywhere. So this is a completely different time right now that we live in. But I want to play this clip. Let me pull it up for you real quick. One thing you check. When we did a good job before, did a good job before. Damn, that's terrible. Sorry, y'all. Let me see. Where is she at? Where is she at? Right here. Right here. This your girl right here. This this, this her right here. Hold on. Ladies, we are the most contradicting species in the world. Because we get mad, man. I'm talking about our whole world comes to an end when we find out a nigga cheating on us. But the whole time, we cheating too. Matter of fact, we cheated first. So really, the nigga don't even know he cheating back. See, the difference is we know how to do it and don't get caught. Now listen, it's completely natural for women to go through their man's phone. That's how 90% of y'all niggas get caught. It's not natural for a man to go through his woman's phone. That's why we could be laying right next to you texting another nigga. As long as we lean over every 30 seconds and give you a little mwah, mwah you'll never suspect anything. Ladies, we get so upset because we're natural competitors. We think whoever this nigga cheating on us with, he may somehow leave us for them. Which is not the case most of the time because niggas don't catch feelings like we do. But ladies, we think that way because we're doing the same thing. Every time you get mad at your boyfriend, you planning out the rest of your future with the nigga you cheating with, huh? You fantasizing about living with him, what the kids gonna look like, you walk around the house fake pregnant bomb, talking to yourself. Hey y'all, what's up? Ladies, we are the most con- Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, motherfuckers. I'm playing. We're not gonna get into that this episode. I'm gonna get on the next episode with that one because I gotta let that marinate. I got a few ladies that I think are going to be able to get on the podcast to talk about this shit. 
because I believe that this has always been true. I was told a long-ass time ago from my great-grandmother that it's always a rule of nature. This is a rule of nature, people. You cannot fight or dispute what it is I'm about to tell you. And that's mama's babies. The daddies? Eh, that's a baby. That's that's always a baby, nigga. With that being said, I'm going to wrap this episode up. This is Justice and the Peace. And always, always, always try to remember. Remember this. Let me see. We get it right. Greet someone casually or say goodbye to someone casually. You came from that experience. That shit's not playing right. It's not playing right. Yeah, let me see. Oh, yeah, the original audio. We can't know if this is the... When we say goodbye, we can't know if this is the last time we will ever see... You should never greet someone casually or say goodbye to someone casually. And that lesson came from that experience. Every moment was so rich. Every time we saw each other... And every time we said goodbye, we made sure it was a good, thorough, full goodbye. But that's how you're supposed to live every day anyway. (laughs) Every time you leave your house could be the last time. That kind of presence, that kind of attention, that kind of recognition that tomorrow's not promised. You see, I made this podcast for a few fucking reasons. Don't let the opportunity of discussion subtract you from any of the people that you love, care about, cherish, or anything. It's okay to agree to fucking disagree. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. So, let's end this. Let's end this the right way. What a Park JBB. This is Justice in the Field. Another episode. Like, rate, subscribe. Tell a friend, nigga. Hey, congratulate. Do what you do, man. Just remember, the only way is through. Do what you do. The only way is through, man. Keep stepping. Keep walking. I'm still sober in this bitch. Got some new shit coming for y'all, man. I got my NPC one. Got new beats on the way. New guests. Format's getting better. Hope the sound quality is acceptable. This is the, uh... This is the, the, the... The backbone of the podcast right here is this beat from, from now on. I appreciate you listening. And don't have a good day, man. I don't want you to have a good day. I want you to have a great day. This is Justice. Justice in the Peace Podcast. Peace.